0: Hi, folks. It's Scott from BuyAndSellDVC.com. Have you ever thought of giving your family a lifetime of Disney vacations? What if we told you you can lock in today's rate for the next 50 years? Again, that's BuyAndSellDVC.com.
1: Hello, welcome, uh-oh, hang on, We were I couldn't even get through the opening, Peter, I can't even get to the yeah, opening, this is not good. Hello, welcome to the Dub Dub Review, I'm your host Chris Malik, and I'm joined by my regular crew today, I got i got smiling Peter Ponacorval. how are you Pete? Uh,
2: just move on. He is doing he good, is doing good. <laughs> he is doing good. doing good.
1: I got Stacey Nyman, Stacey, Stacey how are you? I'm doing well. Okay. And we're joined by guests today, and these guys are our good friends, so good that we've forgotten them since May, and it's my fault. But that's not to say we haven't had awesome text conversations. We also haven't have we haven't had direct message conversations, and I haven't crashed his house for dinner. This is Scott Ferrioli and B Thaxton from Buy and Sell DVC and DVC-Rental dot com. How are you guys?
0: Doing great. Which podcast is this again?
1: Yeah, no doubt, right? <laughs> Welcome. I, I'm going to leave it alone. I'm just going to leave this alone. You, yeah. You, I broke your heart. I'm sorry, but I got you back right now, and we're ready to shine. And actually, Scott, if you remember, we did the behind-the-scenes to the Scott Ferrell. You remember that
0: episode? I'm pretty sure that's why I wasn't invited back like <laughs> We did four downloads. So no, <laughs> i It's good to have you guys back where
1: you guys belong, at your home here. Yeah,
3: exactly. All right.
1: So we're going to get into a lot of DVC news. We're talking price increases. We're talking restrictions. We're talking closures, um, everything across the board. But before we go in, tell the story of recent DVC events. I know I was on Facebook all day today and I saw a post from all of you guys about good in your life. So start us off on a high note. Let us start with the person who has the best news possible. Miss Nyman, you're up.
4: Yes. So today is Griffin's seven-year heart anniversary we call it. So seven years ago today, he went in to have a coarctation of his aorta replaced, which was a pretty much an emergency situation. Um, we went in for a routine doctor's visit when he was four first checkup and his blood pressure was 170 over a hundred as a four year old. Wow. So we knew, we knew something was wrong. So it was a whirlwind couple of weeks and they discovered that he had this heart defect and it was present since birth, but they didn't catch it. Normally it's caught in utero and during an ultrasound and it, it wasn't caught. And, um, Thankfully, we live in Chicago where there are awesome doctors, and they were able to go in and give him open heart surgery and correct that. So he, um he's we're celebrating him today, and we'll take him out to dinner this weekend and really do it up right. So it's a really big day here in our family. Can Yay!
3: I, That's exciting.
4: Can
1: yes. I, can I ask you a question? Because that sounds yeah. like 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 as a parent like. The worst fear from the moment, from the moment, it was
4: the worst. (laughs) Yeah. From
1: the moment, like he had this crazy blood pressure to the moment he's getting operated on. What was the time span?
4: Um, I think it was about three weeks, and it, no, actually, it was probably about a month. I have to go back and look at that. Okay. Um, they thought it was his kidneys at first because a lot of times kidneys will cause that situation. Um, but they so we did ultrasounds on that, and that was fine, um, which was a blessing because if it was kidneys, it would have been a really big, a lot bigger of a situation. You know, believe it or not, um, this was a lot easier to repair. So. And he's, um, his prognosis is awesome. He sees a cardiologist pretty much every year and he'll do that for the rest of his life. So that's also a good thing as an adult. You know, he'll always kind of be on top of his heart health and everything. And, um, the only thing is, is he might need blood pressure medication once he gets to high school. He'll start taking that probably at that point. But, um, oh, well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everything's, everything looks good though. So we're really, we're really happy and, um, super excited so he's actually ethan also has a congenital heart defect he has a bicuspid aorta so usually you see both of those defects in one person and it just happened to be between one one boy got each of the defects so um it's we're we're definitely a chd a congenital heart defect family here
1: well that's awesome news seven years is amazing
3: yeah, exactly.
1: So, fabulous. Okay, being
3: so being a mom, it's hard when your child has heart problems. It doesn't matter how old they are. Exactly. For
1: I was sure. I was going to actually lead up to that. I was like, "Bex, and you know what it's like when you have a child that has a, a heart issue." So, Yeah. Okay, so who wants to follow up that story? So, <laughs> not
3: who's, me.
1: Whose good news is going to pale and compare? <laughs> I had tacos for dinner. Is that good? <laughs> right?
4: That seems pretty though. good to I me.
1: <laughs> All right. So, Okay, so I tell you what. I'll take the one for the team. So we've got about 25 days until we're going to go on a vacation to Walt Disney World. And it was a quick planned trip. We're going to go down for about four days. So we're looking forward to it. And yes, we have no fast passes. We have no dining reservations. I barely know what resort I'm staying in at this point, but I've got airfare and a rental car, so we're good. So we got 25 days, and we're excited.
3: Awesome. It's, that's that
1: all, is all the really Malik's fun. need is
2: airfare and a rental car. Right?
1: We, we'll figure yeah, it if out. You can
3: always, if you don't have a room, you can always crash with paint into a bedroom apartment.
1: Well, well, well yeah, Stacy, here's my plan. All right, so I'm going to have dinner. So I'm going over to my buddy Scott's house one night for dinner. I'm nice. Gonna, I'm going to go over by my buddy Pete's house one night for dinner. And I'm thinking there's a third person that's in Florida on this phone call that I can go over to the house for dinner. And I, I'm sure
4: this planned well. I'm sure Tony Pacero will take you in.
2: Oh, Tony! Because, uh, there's your fourth night. Michael and Christina. I got this planned out easy. Do. Now he's getting You're lunches fine. figured out. Look at look at
1: him go. Free the dining plan. The Malik dining plan. The Malik dining plan.
4: You, I hope you have ADRs for all those places.
1: Oh uh, no 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 no! They're good. They're good. Just walk in, knocking the door, knocking the door.
2: Yeah. Let me know how that works out for you.
1: <laughs> All right. Give me something good, Peter. Come on. Give me something good.
2: Uh, let's see. My promotion got a, is official at work.
4: Nice. Bonus. Um,
2: my wife's getting to eat dinner, so that's always good.
1: <laughs> that is good. And you'll have dinner today not, at some point. You're still dinner at is, some so that's okay. good.
2: Okay.
3: Okay, uh, who's yeah. your new favorite neighbor?
2: I, Hello? I haven't met any of the people that moved <laughs> oh. in lately.
3: I didn't say moved in.
2: <laughs> you said new favorite neighbor.
3: Yeah, oh, well, we haven't been on together since you moved, I don't think.
2: As in a no, Florida neighbor. No, yeah, that's true. So, I, No, actually, that would be I'm your new favorite neighbor because I'm the new one. Okay. This is I'll true. All right, Miss Thaxon, share us something good. She's got a new favorite neighbor. Oh, very good, <laughs> Mr. Ferrioli. share <is> some-
3: <laughs> Well, the good news is when it's your turn to come to my house for dinner. My new house should be finished in about three weeks.
2: Oh, oh
1: nice! Really nice. That's good news. We got some good heavy hit news tonight. Yeah. Excellent, Mr. Ferrioli. Can you top any of this? No, not
0: particularly.
1: We got tacos. Yes, we got new that. houses. What can you tell? <laughs> no,
0: me- no, no, nothing super great. Uh, my parents were here just for five nights uh, this past week, so had a nice time hanging out with them. So nothing super exciting, but it's always nice getting to see the family. They were up from Long Island, down from Long Island. So oh, always fun seeing them.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's good. It, it, you know what? Do they do that often, Scott? Are they down there frequently? Once a year? Once every two years? What do they? When do they come down? <laughs>
0: They normally come down, I'd say, two or three times a year now. I actually, <laughs> see, I see them more now than when we live, you know, hour and a half driving distance apart. So
2: you're not you the better fir- weather
1: now. Yeah, no doubt, and it's something to draw them there. That you're not the first person to say that. I've heard, uh, I, I've heard other people in Florida say that that their family used to get together every couple of months where they used to live, but now it's like it, they almost see them more now. Strange how yeah. that works out. Yeah. Well, these are all the good things in our life. And this is going to, the table is going to turn quickly when the conversation turns. And we're going to keep this as positive as possible. But you know what? We needed experts to kind of navigate this. And we're going to put this out there in full disclosure. We're not the first to this story. This story's been out for about a week and a half now. But as things often do, it takes shape over a number of days and, and you have to interpret the information. So the first story I want to have you guys talk about today, if you would please, is. I understand that as a resale buyer, if I buy the Riviera right now, I'm buying something unique amongst Disney Vacation Club properties. Unique in the sense that
2: I don't... It's the only place you're staying. Yeah,
1: there, it, there's, there's some restrictions that were put upon when the Riviera was announced as these are... This is the process of buying. Can someone explain that to me so I can understand this?
3: Sure. Where do you want to start? With direct, what people already are now? Yes. Or when Riviera goes on the market as resale.
1: Okay, so let's say I'm sitting down at Saratoga, and I'm going to go and buy retail, and I'm interested in only buying the Riviera.
3: Then you have access to everything. Okay. Because you're buying direct. Because you're buying direct.
1: And how much is it going if to cost direct to do that, B? Uh,
3: we don't have you don't a want price to. yet. We, we do have all the new prices that went into effect yesterday, which are mind-boggling we do not have a price for riviera i've been told it's going to be somewhere around 189
1: scott anything that you heard about that are we are we going to top 200 do you think with this property
0: i've heard the same thing that to open up it's probably going to start around 189 incentives however i would have to guess that there's a chance it's going to be around 200 I, i don't know if they're going to hit it 200, because that could be a, a mental block for a lot of people if it's if it's 200 or more. So I, I don't know if maybe it might top off at 199. Okay. But it, it wouldn't surprise me if it does go up to 200s within a month or so. Yeah. I think that's going to
3: depend on how it's going to compare to Grand Floridian, <clears throat> Polynesian, Bay Lake, the resorts that are already over 200. Yeah. Is it going to fall in that elite category, or is it going to fall in that middle... Boardwalk, Boardwalk, Old Q.S., Grand Floridian, or uh, Saratoga.
1: Okay. So I'm buying retail. I'm at Saratoga. I've gone through the spiel, and I love it, which means I get access to the Riviera, and I'm going to probably get access to any new resort in the next few years on the horizon, and I'm going to get access to all other Disney Vacation Club properties because I'm buying retail, and I'm going to spend close to $200. So so your quick math, you're going to buy 100 points, you're at $20,000 plus some closing costs for that, correct? Correct. Okay. Now, in three years from now, when I realized I didn't want to buy Riviera and I go to sell it, what's the process at that point?
3: It's not worth the paper it's written on. Okay,
1: Okay, explain this to me.
3: It is going to be like every other timeshare, which means you can trade into RCI that this is your home resort. Okay. Every other, Wyndham, Marriott, Hilton, Blue Green, once you buy it, it has very little to no value. People pay to get them to take it back. Would you like to have the option of staying at one resort, or would you like to have the option of staying at 14 resorts? Even if you have less time, stay at those resorts because they expire earlier.
1: Okay, so that's the restriction: is that when you sell it, the person that would be buying it would can only,
2: only stay at Riviera.
1: Can only stay at Riviera. Oh. So I cannot reserve Riviera points and stay at Old Key in Saratoga. I'm only staying at one resort. I'm going to gain that's the correct,
3: unless you exchange <coughs> them through RCF. All
1: right, Scott. So I just wanted for comparison's sake. So if Saratoga Springs. If I wanted to buy right now through you, ballpark. Is it about a hundred bucks a point? Is what Saratoga is going for, plus or minus a few bucks?
0: Yeah, absolutely. That, that's typically the range. Normally, upper nineties, low one hundred, so right around there. Yes. Okay.
1: So now I've got I'm spending 189 hundred and eighty nine to one hundred and ninety nine dollars retail for Riviera, and then I go and sell it. What am I going to get for Riviera on the resale market? Because if you're going to tell me, I can only use it at one resort, and I get the eleven month booking threshold. But at seven months, when everyone can access it, who's an owner right now? It's going to get full, so I've got to be able to plan my vacations from the 11th month to the seventh month. Now I'm not saying it can't be done, but how does that affect pricing? Like I don't, I don't even know what. What do you estimate? What, what do you think the money's going to be at for me to buy Riviera on the resale market?
0: This this is where it's tricky because I've seen a lot of people online speculate, and I don't I don't act- don't necessarily agree with this, but they're saying it's not going to be worth $30 a point, $40 a point. The problem is the people have just bought into Riviera and they're going to have paid $189, $200 a point. When they go to sell it, they're not going to automatically sit there and say, you know what, it, it's worth much less. I'm going to list it at $50. they are going to say, okay, i want to list it at $175. And truthfully, they're, in theory, there shouldn't be any market at $175. That'd be way too high. So I mean, you know, this is the first time this has ever happened. So I'm not sure exactly how it's going to work, but I, I can tell you right now, you know, people are again speculating that it, it's going to be really, really low, and people are going to, you know, saying, "All right, you know, I'll, I'll pick it up at forty dollars a point just so I can stay at Riviera." Uh-huh. But no, nobody in their right mind is going to list it at forty dollars a point. E- yeah, it's, so, a hu- it's a huge loss. Yeah,
2: no, nobody's gonna Disney's not going to let it go at forty bucks yeah. a point anyway they oh, buy it broke. back for that.
3: They're going to exercise exactly. no exercise rope on it oh, yeah. so that they can resell it. They're taking the resale market away for that property.
1: So mm-hmm. that, that was my next question. I was immediately contacting Scott through direct message saying, Scott, okay, so let's talk about this. Explain this to me. And I threw a few theories, and you, I mean, you obviously are, are way smarter with DVC than me, and you threw th- some th- theories back. What's the motivation here? What's Disney's motivation with doing this?
0: It's, it's, it's really hard to tell because this is one that I don't really get. I mean, I, I'm, I'm assuming the main motivation is to push their own direct sales and, and to try to eliminate resales as much as possible, e- even though Disney, as you know, does need the resale market because Disney won't – You know, if you ever try to go to sell it, Disney is not interested in buying it back directly from you. So they do need resales. But it just seems like they're just pushing for direct sales. But by doing this and by putting this uh, stipulation on there – that you're not going to be able to stay at the existing 14 resorts. It seems like they're really shooting themselves in the foot here. And again, from from what I've been seeing online, there are a lot of people that I've seen in all the Facebook groups who were planning on buying into Riviera who have zero interest now. So they've they've really just kind of killed themselves on this one. Yeah. I bet oh. Copper
2: Creek's selling like hotcakes all of a sudden though.
0: Yeah. It'll you know, help. Yeah. Copper-
3: Copper Creek was supposed to have been sold out last year, and they're still selling it.
2: Mm-hmm. It's just
3: like Elani. they can't get rid of it in the time frame that they were supposed to get rid of it.
1: Yeah, so you you made a point to say that B that they're going to shoot themselves in the foot here about uh, you know they're trying to control the resale market. Um, Scott actually said shoot themselves in the foot, but like even the properties that they are selling right now, like Copper Creek, that's got forty eight years left, forty nine years left. Is this correct? Yep. Yep. So, like, they're thinking. Are they thinking fifty years plus down the road? Like, that's that's playing the long game. Everyone that's a customer right now, all of a sudden, just took a step back and was like, "Wait a minute, hang on." If they're going to do this right now, what are they going to do with future? And and, and really, kind of like my confidence in like Disney as like a you know a vacation club property is kind of like shaking. because like all of a sudden the whole game kind of just changed quickly. So, yeah, you are right. It's it's kind of uh, it's it's eroded their customer base and fan base and and thought process on multiple fronts
3: well remember this you have six properties expiring in 2042 that's not that long from now so people are looking to buy this as an investment or to hand down to their children
2: okay it doesn't affect them then
1: yeah but but no one i mean how many people keep it for 50 years you know scott we talked about this what's the average lifespan of a contract what do you think
0: yeah, the number that always gets floated around is that the average person um, sells their contract after ten years. Okay.
3: And I've I've heard between seven and ten. Yeah.
1: So uh, I bought in 2011. It's 2018. So I'm in it for the seventh year. And it's I'll be honest. What year? 2019. I'm sorry, Peter. I'm there. You go <laughs> back to the future. So eight e- eight years. And I'll be honest. You know what? We've got some ideas of what we want to do. It's crossed our mind to sell our Disney Vacation Club. It's crossed our mind. And when we bought in, we bought in thinking, we're going to do this until we're 80 years old. So, you know, there is a lifespan to this. So, yeah, to to actually think about how it's going to impact them 50 years down the road, it's an interesting decision. Okay. Can we
3: back up for a second? Yeah, yeah, take it. We were talking about what Disney is going to do on the resale market with Riviera. Right now, Saratoga is selling for $160 a point. They are offering people... $47 Forty-seven dollars appointment
2: and they call in to sell
1: it. Wow. Okay. So,
3: think about that.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, so obviously, right now, we're still going to wait and see the impact on this. So let's talk about some other news. Let's get into something a little more lighthearted and talk about the price increases. So, <laughs> so, so yeah, yeah,
3: that's light-hearted. this
1: is this is this is more fun. So, and, and we should state that at you guys obviously make your living. But Pete, are you a DVC owner? I am. You are. Miss Nyman, are you a DVC owner? Yes, I am. And I am as well. So, yeah, this, you know, when it gets to DVC, when you've got owners around here, yeah, you know what, honestly, it kind of gets our blood boiling just because we think we bought into something. And and truthfully, it's been great. It's been great for all of us. But then when you see stuff like this where like these price increases are dramatic, you know, 20% and more, and all of a sudden the ownership level, you know, it it, it gives you pause. So
3: uh, stop, you're thinking the wrong way. This hit, is just like you buy a house for 100,000 and 5 years dude, later it's worth 150 because
2: That's these what these this
3: prices, is. Yes, these prices have gone up. So your property is worth more now on the resale market. I've had half a dozen people call me this week that we have their property listed and say, hey, should I increase my price now?
1: Okay, so here's my question for you. I appreciate that thought process. Here's my thought. Am I going to find a buyer? So right now I I got Saratoga, right? So Scott's telling me Saratoga sells for upper 90s to 100. I'm thinking all of a sudden I'm a fat cat and I'm going to sell it for 125 and it's going to sit. And it's going to sit and it's you know so it, it i don't know if the trickle down effect's going to happen so it's already started up. happening okay tell me tell me about these increases be then Make, reassure me tell me about, about about the most dramatic to the least
3: how about bay lake okay that was the good one and beach club went i 40 bucks
1: beach club is crazy. wow so this is this is again resale not retail correct or is it retail this
3: is this, this is retail.
1: direct this is price direct price okay oh.
3: So where Bay Lake was sitting at last week was in the one thirties, one forties. Now Bay Lake is selling direct for two twenty-five. So oh my goodness, anything, goodness. He, yeah. So anything that goes through there under one sixty to one seventy, they're
2: Disney's buying the back that.
3: exactly. Yeah.
2: Okay, because they're still making fifty bucks a point, sixty bucks a point.
3: Right. So the resale market is going to go up. And the buyers are going to buy here because even though they don't get the benefit of Riviera, they have the benefit of fourteen other resorts.
1: Okay, where, where else? Where else went up dramatically? You said Beach Club. Tell me the numbers.
3: Uh, see, Beach Club went up forty bucks.
1: Okay.
3: Okay. A Lake went up thirty-four. Um, Grand Floridian Grand California went up twenty-five.
1: Okay, explain the theory behind Beach Club going up that much with such a quick expiration on her.
3: Because. It- Everybody wants to stay there because it has the best pool.
0: Really, that's the and, best that we yeah. got. And, and and it's a it's a really small resort, so there's not a lot of contracts out there. So it's it's all supply and demand, mm-hmm. and it's you know if you want to if you want to get in there, I, I'm guessing that Disney has a huge wait list for Beach Club, I guess, and okay. they just think they could justify a forty dollar point price increase.
3: If it's if I'm not mistaken, Scott, correct me if I'm wrong. They've had a five year wait list. For several years and stopped taking names about three years ago for the wait list.
0: I, I didn't know about that. I, I know Grand Californian, they stopped taking names for it. I didn't know Beach Club, they did.
3: Okay. Yeah, that's it's what nuts. I had heard. I don't know if that's
1: correct or not. Well, well, Pete. Just so you know, okay, I want you to know this. This is this is the kind of power the podcast has. When I walked into the beach club last time, I approached the captain and he took a picture with me and he recognized me as a friend. So I'm just saying that's the kind of power we have. So if you ever want a room there, Stacy, or anything, <laughs> I know the captain. I think I can pull some strings. I'm just telling you, I think I can do Yay! it. All right. Where else? Give me, give me, give me something that didn't jump through the roof.
3: Um. Old Key West only went up five bucks. Animal Kingdom only went up five five bucks. Oh, yeah. Okay. Copper Copper Creek went up six, and Boulder Ridge went up five.
1: Okay, Saratoga nine. Okay, Vero Beach didn't move. Vero Beach.
3: Vero and Hilton, neither one moved.
1: Okay. So start at the bottom of the list. Tell me the most affordable at the bottom of the list. Tell me. Tell me a few resorts.
3: The best investment is Saratoga. Okay. You're getting it on the resale for about a hundred bucks a point. Mm-hmm. It doesn't expire in 2000, 2054, and it has the second lowest maintenance.
1: Very good. That's where uh, that's where I'm an owner at. I know Pete's an owner at the Polly. Stacy's at the Polly. I'm an owner at Saratoga. Saratoga.
3: Yeah, I am too. That's one of mine. The lowest price resort is Old Key West, but it's only yep. lower. Five out three to five dollars per point on the resale market. But the maintenance fees are over a dollar more. And it expires twelve years before Saratoga.
1: Okay. So Saratoga's got some power, some purchasing power, and I can actually chime in here briefly by saying I've stayed there multiple times. I'm staying there right now on my quick trip down in twenty five days. And if you have Saratoga, don't be afraid. You can reserve elsewhere. Though it's getting harder, I'm not going to lie to people. It's getting harder to reserve at the seven month mark. You can find spots at Animal Kingdom and at Old Key West, but we were able to stay at Grand California one time, but I haven't found it since then. And we were able to stay over at Beach Club, but I haven't found it since then. So it's getting harder as as more and more buyers are going to f- you know kind of flock to the resale market. Um, so let's talk though. You know what this this actually. Begs upon something. By the time this is this this podcast is released, there was a date with this Riviera purchase. That date is two days from now. Correct on the nineteenth, isn't that correct? That all contracts have to be at or at least be presented and accepted by the nineteenth and turned in to Disney. Is that right, B?
3: That is true. But guess what? The title companies aren't open on the nineteenth.
1: Okay, so it's tomorrow. So if you're listening to this podcast, it's too late. <laughs> we could pretty much stop that conversation. Yeah. Okay, very bear- good. You can
3: now. Very. I've talked to my companies today. One has 100 to submit. One has 40 to submit. Anything that comes in tomorrow, we stopped taking Yesterday, we stopped telling people, if you don't have it in by the 16th, we're not promising anything. I've submitted some today. I've got some out for signatures now. My title companies are telling me we'll try, but we're not promising, and that's what I'm telling everybody.
2: Oh man, it's all you can do. Wow.
1: Okay, Scott, how does this impact like the rental points for something like this? Like, like you're an owner over at the Riviera, it's going to be hot, right? So it's going to rent, and you're going to rent it out quickly. But in the future, if there's a problem, that doesn't affect the rental points at all, does it?
0: No, it, it really shouldn't. But again, it's going to be confusing, again, because this is the first time... I'm, I'm thinking back to the resale part. This is the first time where we have points coming in that are only good for one reward Yeah. So, you know, I, I, I think it's it's not going to hurt it too much because I'm sure with it being brand new, there's going to be demand for it. And, you know, it's, it's essentially it's, it's really only, only going to be able to be used from 7 to 11 months because once it's less than 7 months, I'm sure Riviera is going to be hard to get into and you're not going to be able to use your points anywhere else. Yeah. So essentially, rentals will only be good for anything more than seven months out because that's the only chance you'll have of getting Riviera for a while, you know, with it being so brand new.
3: And rem- remember this, guys. These contracts aren't going to show up for about three years on the resale market.
1: Hmm. So so I'm going to trademark a phrase right now, guys. You can quote it to, uh, to our show. We're going to dub it as. Did you get that one, Pete? That we're gonna dub it. Mm-hmm. Get that?
2: We're gonna <laughs> yeah, dub it yeah. as
1: pre Riviera and post Riviera for anything that occurs for DVC. Because I have a feeling this is just the start, and any other future resorts that be built will be built with a similar restriction. So yep. that,
2: that'll all be post Riviera. So PR and AR. Well, all right. Pre
1: Riviera and anti Riviera. Oh, see, now you got me. You got me confused. It was pre and post. Now you have got me confused. Yeah, but you can't have PR for both. Well, I didn't say. <laughs> PR. All right.
3: I, let me ask you this question: Do you think that Disney's going to try this, and then they get so much backlash over, slash over it that they don't do it with the next resort?
1: Probably, Be And I'd give you a big kiss if I was down there. Do you want to know why? That's a great question. Because let's talk about our next next news story, which actually plays into that. So let's say Disney tries a move like this, and there's a lot of backlash over this. And let's say in a year they're like, eh, you know what? We're going to sell like every other Disney Vacation Club property, like they would have created a uh, a concierge gathering place at, right. at Wilderness Lodge. So, does anyone have that story up, Pete? You want to talk about that story? Because I don't have it up. Okay, no. very good.
0: Well, here's what it's I understand. Like, it's, that, that, that sounds like it's something that's bound to do well, so tell us about it, Chris.
2: Well, okay, I, I don't yeah, have... You, you act like I'm like I'm well-prepared for the show. We we're never well-prepared. I walked in five minutes before we started recording. I had gone to get dinner, and I didn't even eat.
1: Not a problem. Well, I don't have it up either, but this is what I read about 45 minutes ago, okay? I heard that Reunion Station, and this comes from multiple sites, The Reunion Station was closing for a, quote, refurbishment, and in fact, there were people that had reservations at this point, and it was many months down the road, and they were called to say that it was closed. You could either move your reservation to a different location or you can have a refund. And when they pressed, they said that frankly it was just from lack of lack of revenue and lack of success. So in fact that was what what is reunion station, Miss B and, and and Scott? What is that designed for? I
3: thought it was just for D V C members to hang out and have a drink.
0: I've only been once. I've never actually even been in there, but it is. I know it's exclusively for DVC members.
1: Yeah. It is is exclusively for DVC members. It is a location where you can have a drink, (laughs) is exactly right. You can make a reservation Uh to go there. But in fact, you know, making them pay for a place to actually be, as opposed to going right next door to the really nice bar located by the pool. Um, it didn't seem to be successful. Now, this is a building, so they're going to turn it into something like a community hall type situation. So, B, back to your question, there has been precedent set multiple times where we've released something as Disney, and I'm like, I'm part of Disney. Yeah. <laughs> <So> I, <laughs> we, me and Bob, me and Bob Iger debated this. <laughs> me and Bob Iger debated this, and then we realized it was a failure or it wasn't the desired outcome that we wanted with the Disney Vacation Club members, and we pulled it back. So back to your question. What do you think? Do you think there's a chance that happens to be with Riviera?
3: I think it'll probably take them two resorts to figure it out, Okay, and then they're going to get so much backlash over it, they're going to have to do something else. Because people are going to be... It's not really going to affect anybody until the resale market. And the way I'm thinking that they're going to promote this is say, hey, we have an exclusive resort that only owners can stay at so you'll be able to get in. They're gonna forget about the, the other four hundred thousand D V C members that are on resale and direct that can still get in there.
1: I was I, yeah, I was I can, gonna say I was gonna say still, the exact same thing I can
2: still stay there.
3: <laughs> they're going to market this as an exclusive resort. And then when people find out, oh my gosh, they're getting a point for Bay Lake on the resale market, and my paper is not worth anything. Then they're going to get mad. Mm -hmm. And that's when it's going to start. It's not going to start right away.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I imagine imagine it's going to be a hard sell, and it may even involve some lack of truth in in, in their sales pitch to kind of move, move this property.
0: That, that's the main thing is that to be honest you know we, we all know this is happening and the people who are you know in the Facebook groups and online and follow Disney they know it's happening but the problem is the majority of the people who buy into DVC are there with their families they're on vacation don't know it's happening they're having a great time they see the kiosks and they say yes Disney this is what I want. And they don't know about this, and the salespeople are not going to say, you know, this is what we're selling. It's wonderful. However, if you ever go to sell, it's, it's not going to work out so well for you. So that part's going to be left out of it, and they're going to find out about this little, this little issue. Well, here's how
3: truthful they are. Amber and I were at the expo, the, the one that Stacy didn't dress up for.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> hang,
2: hang
1: on. She was wearing clothes,
2: right?
3: Yes, that's not the case She that's didn't
2: point. She didn't say she wasn't dressed She said she wasn't <laughs> dressed up I'm thinking Stacy that was a bold move but okay
3: she was not Body not pants proper <laughs> Disney attire Anyway we They had $400 gift cards So we walked over to the BBC table And we're filling out our little form for it And the guy's got a couple standing there Just really involved listening to him He says you can get 100 points and stay for two weeks what and I wanted to turn around and say,
2: Wait. Where are you staying for two weeks on 100 <laughs> points? Because I want to try to get a, a room at are that you gonna resort. Get a
3: float? <laughs> you're going to get a float float around in full for two weeks. Where are you going to get that? And I said, Well, we have a family of six. This is Oh, yeah, we can take care of that. I'm like, What? And yeah, like, why don't you get those uh, no. Right into the stuff no.
1: <laughs> okay, let me let me ask you guys a question, Scott and B. So I don't know if you're aware of what they can and cannot do. In a year from now, is Disney allowed for the Vacation Club to say, you know what, we're going to change the rules even further. Riviera members get exclusive from 11-month to the 4-month mark, or 3-month.
3: No, no.
1: But, but why not? Because it's a new resort. They've already changed the rule already, and there's because already a new rule.
3: They, because they did change the rule. The old properties are under DVC-1. Riviera is under DVC-2 and the rules are already set.
1: Oh, okay. They have a, they have already established rules for DVC-2.
3: Correct. That's why when they go, people go in and tell the sales rep, well, I'm going to look at resale, they've not been telling them the truth, truth and they've been saying, oh, well, you can't stay anywhere else and you can't book until seven months. That's not the truth because that's not what the rules say and it can't be changed.
0: Hmm. Okay.
3: Is that right, Scott?
0: No, that's absolutely correct. And that's something that they've been telling the, the sales guys. Not Again, not all of them, obviously. But there have been sales guys that we've seen in the past that for years people have been told that if you buy resale, you can only stay at the resort that you own at. You know, So they've, they've, they've been they've been some truths a little bit in the past. And, and so I'm sure it's going to still be the case here.
1: Okay. Okay. So these are all negative things that we're kind of aligning towards Disney today. We're not going to end on this. We're going to end on a different story. If you don't mind, Scott, I'd like to have Miss Thaxton tell us about her most recent dining experience. You went to a really cool and exclusive uh-huh. opportunity, uh-huh. and you were so jacked up for it. And then I saw a review later on, and I wasn't quite sure it was what you thought it was going to be. So tell us about
2: that, if you don't mind.
3: Wait, which one are you talking
1: about?
2: I, I went oh, to I thought you, movie, well, you know which one he's talking about. If you didn't send Alberts. wait a minute you didn't send me text messages about any other dining experience <laughs> me too Peter while you were walking me too home. P- me too Peter So we're talking about your storybook <laughs> dining we need to hear
1: more about this
3: Oh I didn't like storybook dining I love Victorian Albert's let's talk about that one <laughs> All right well let's go back to storybook
1: dining first so explain what that is please
3: okay um, it is over at Wilderness uh, it is um, Snow White a couple of dwarfs and the queen. Okay. The atmosphere I think they preferred
1: strange. little people. I was going to say, these are not real little people, right? These are just like. Oh, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Oh, gosh. We, we, We're
3: terrible. It's, terrible.
1: I'm, it's I'm terrible. We're
4: terrible. I'm not even commenting. I'm not commenting.
2: Oh, you're, you're guilty by association. <laughs> their, right? their views or do me. not
4: reflect my, my views. We just went off just, the table.
2: Disclaimer. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
3: Uh, the atmosphere was really great. We were really excited. We get there and there's like a, a metal tree, metal stand on the table that had three leaves on it. So, they bring out three different appetizers. If there's five people at the table, they bring five of each appetizer so everybody gets one. They were, yeah. it, it's a very unique menu. Then you had four or five entrees you could order from, and then they did the desserts the same way. There were three desserts, and they would bring that number of desserts for each person. And I wasn't impressed. Um, I was with Roseanne. She wasn't impressed with the food. It all had a, a, a smoky flavor taste to it. it. was, I think it was butternut squash or something soup, and it tasted like smoke me she said it tasted like wood to her. and the whole the experience was great, but the menu just was lacking. what are the cost fifty five dollars a person I believe
1: do you get and, you get a, you get a discount for DVc or annual pass or anything v
3: it appears that that depends on your server. We didn't get one other people oh. were able to get DVC and or AP We were told no, we're still a new restaurant. We're not offering that right now.
1: Hmm. Okay. Okay. So you would give that out of 10. Zero is I'm never going back. Ten is I'm going back tomorrow.
3: Is it free?
0: Oh, man. I was man. like, that's a Chris is treating.
1: <laughs> man, that's a zero or a one. <laughs> it, wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay.
3: One and done.
1: Okay. Okay, so take us over to Victoria Alberts. Now, this Victoria Alberts has been passed over before for a fast food potato stand, but I'm just saying, if you're in Victoria Alberts right now, take us to it and tell us the highlights. Hey, Chris, you got a a
2: ladder in your garage? (laughs) You might want to pull that out and get on over that, okay? All right.
3: I mean, it was, I've eaten in a lot of five-star fine dining restaurants, especially when I lived in New Orleans. This experience was amazing. um, we were in the hallway. Roseanne had a drink in her hand. There's a gentleman outside with gloves on. He says, are you going to, to Victoria now? But she said, yes. He said, let me take that for you. So we walked in. They identified us before we told her told them our name because they have people come in every 15 minutes. We, we turned around. He's standing there with one hand behind his back and her drink on a silver tray. We sit down at the table. Our name is on the table. They hand us Menus with our name on it. There was a couple of things I didn't like, and they called Roseanne two weeks before. I didn't like. I don't like horseradish sauce. I don't like avocado. My menu was a little bit different than hers.
1: Okay, I want it to was, interrupt uh, you for one second. Hang on, B. Yes. You're B. Freaking Thaxton. People know who you are. <laughs> you don't need to go to Victoria and Alberts. They know who you are. Yes. All right. I could. I could rest assured of that. So, anyways, I'm sorry. I had to say that. <laughs>
3: Here's one funny thing. I was on the video at the annual meeting. If they had known it was me, oh, they'd never put it up there. <laughs> I, re-
1: I remember seeing that. I remember you posting that, that as adorable. So,
3: <laughs> anyway, um, there was a little stool beside the table, and they told us we could set our purses there instead of on the floor. They're
2: going to put that out for us when we bring our wallets in?
3: Yeah. Yeah, is, we're going to have to take more than one. Um,
1: our European man bag. When,
2: when you, yeah, when you, Scott
1: merch. and I go, we have our European our man bag. We can put it down there. Very good.
3: Uh, I mean, the food was just amazing. They had some surprise courses um, where they brought out different breads with different butters. We had a truffle butter, a sea salt butter, and they were all hand churned. They were just, and even the way they were presented was just, it was just amazing. You'd get up and go to the restroom, and before you could get back, when you were halfway back to your table, it was a clean napkin and someone standing there to hold the chair out for you.
1: It's, it's Stacy Scott, it's, it's kind of like our house with the kids for dinner, right?
3: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Roseanne forgot her reading glasses, and she says, Oh, I wish I, for, for, I, I guess I forgot my reading glasses. He comes over with a box for her to pick from.
1: Cool and gross at the same time, but okay. That's that. That's okay.
3: Well, it can't be that gross because think about all the three D glasses we put on.
1: Ugh. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I'm just thinking she's taking recycled glasses that were forgotten and trying them on. But attention to detail, pretty awesome. Attention on, to on, detail on the spot, you know? Okay, very right. good.
3: We were leaving, and the lady said, "Do you need uh, transportation back to your resort?" And we were like, "No, we're just staying at Polly. We're gonna." Walk back and I said, Yeah, as soon as we get these shoes off. And she goes, Oh, let me get you some slippers.
1: Oh, nice.
3: And comes out with little slippers for both of us.
1: Hey, Pete. I mean, they, <laughs> they were from a used box as well, too. I'm just saying. I'm just going <laughs> They were
2: mismatched. One was green, one was pink. Dog hair.
3: Just Have take you one of these. I've never got a, pe- a pedicure. It's what, they are. it's what they use, the little throwaway ones. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can guarantee
2: awesome. they don't have my size slippers. <laughs> I mean,
3: it was just, and the food was just amazing. The experience, I, I can't say enough, and I'm very never at a loss for words. I'm at a loss for words.
1: This was, was the this, was this the chef's table?
2: B this was what they would call Pete? Like no, this, sounds- this was a standard, this room. Is
3: standard ten course meal. They no wow. longer have a they have a chef's table in the kitchen. Okay. Everybody else has a standard ten course meal, and they will add and move and delete things around to your satisfaction. Like if somebody didn't like peanuts, they would have left that off the pork, and somebody or somebody didn't like pineapple, they would have left that off the pork or something. They would add something else. And where Roseanne had um, horseradish sauce, sauce on her bison, I had fresh cream.
1: Wow. That's, that's really impressive. That's that's where, uh, Peter, we're going to have to go, me and you. We're going to have to go for a trip report when we go down there. What do you think?
2: Bring the Dub's credit card because <laughs> I, I I ain't footing the bill for that. But
1: <laughs> You know what? That sounds like just what you think it would be. It, it was, and I, I'm going to quote this wrong. Wasn't it like the Michelin star winner for like years in a row? Isn't that no, right? No, Isn't that it's
2: right? a AAA Five Diamond Award winner, and it's currently still a triple A Five Diamond right. restaurant. Wow. And
0: the chef
2: it's the only one in Orlando, or the Orlando area. Okay. You know,
3: What the, the food award is that, that everybody gets nominated. James Beard Award, the chef is a 16 times James Beard Award nominee.
1: You hear that, Rod Wheaton? I'm just saying. I'm just throwing it out there. Okay. There are
3: four full-time chefs, I don't know how many sous chefs, two salad chefs, and three full-time chefs. Chef.
2: What do you wow. do for a living? I'm the salad chef. Yes. Yeah. I cut it, up lettuce.
3: Yeah. It was $235 a person before... Um, and you had the option of doing a wine pairing with each. Yeah, course. you
2: see that smile disappear from Chris's face when he heard that price. <laughs> hang on, hang on. All no. of a sudden, the Dub's credit card is looking like a
1: good idea. Pete, our limit's two hundred and thirty-five dollars on that credit card. <laughs> <laughs> Pete, did you say two hundred and thirty-five dollars? That was the that was the count. That was the cost.
3: Before alcohol, you either have an open bar or you do the wine pairing, and that does not include the twenty percent mandatory gratuity. Pete, Scott,
1: Stacy, B. It's a value at twice the price. Next Tuesday, from ten to ten o three, it's on me. I promise. All right, if we can get served in that time period, it's on uh, me. A.M. or P.M.
3: We're going to black.
1: I'm keeping it open. I'm just going to keep
2: it open. I'm just going to see who's there. <laughs> see, the, he's he's afraid that I'll I'll be standing outside. Twelve hours. ten o three. Twelve hours. <laughs> it's ten A.M. till ten o three P.M. Chris is buying. Wow. Okay. Yeah.
3: This was a Christmas present from one of my clients who's turned into a friend. A great friend now.
2: <laughs> I, well, I got to get friends well. like that. Yeah.
1: Well, well, you know what? So, so let me ask you.
3: years ago, I did not know her. I met her buying and selling DVC contracts.
1: This is Roseanne. Yeah, yeah, and she's and she's in. I mean, obviously, she was. She's your friend. She's in, in in the group for the the podcast. But she is a sweetheart, absolutely. And I see her on your posts in your Facebook oh, yeah. group. You know that she is a sweetheart. But let me ask you this much: so, on the if you had something really important to celebrate, Scott, you're going to take Shannon out for your 25th anniversary, if she doesn't kill you by then. But you're going to take her out for someplace <laughs> really special. Think in terms of Disney restaurants. What's number one and what's number two? Anything on property? Tell me number one
0: and number two. Oh gosh, Um, I have to take her likes and money's
3: not an issue.
0: Money's not an issue. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I mean, I I, I would love to try Victoria Alberts at some point. There's a lot of stuff on there that is not really her taste or my taste, but just the just the experience itself sounds absolutely amazing. Yeah, and and if you know, say it's being comped. Oh, I'm going to Victoria and Mhm. And um Winter I've, I've never two. done I've never done Cinderella's Royal Table. I I pitched it for doing 25th anniversary being up in the castle, maybe during the fireworks might be I, fun. Don't i don't bother. Not liking it.
2: Yeah. I've, I've done it. I I've, I've eaten there. All right, Peter, give me number 1 and number 2 for it's, you then, big it's guy.
0: It's not it's not even I, I end up at Vianopoly a lot. And that, that's not the <laughs> 25th anniversary, but hey, it's 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 not too expensive and the pizza's good. <laughs> yeah,
2: no, I agree. Um I mean, if if somebody else is foot in the bill, yeah, I'll, I'll go to Victorian Alberts, especially now that I live here. I'm, I would, coming here on vacation. Victorian Alberts was never on my my radar. Okay, for the simple fact that I'm not packing a suit and tie to take with me on a vacation. Okay. I'm not that okay. type of person. Yeah, yeah. We
3: watched and give two guys jackets because they came in without one.
2: Right. I'm. You think they're going to have a jacket my size? Probably not. I'd be lucky if they had a tie to the length that I need. So, Victoria and Albert's is on the list. But honestly, still, even now, I'd go Tiffin's is my number two. Okay.
3: That's, that's always your favorite. B.
2: Give me number I've one and number two, but B. excellent service and food there.
3: Okay. I would go back to Victoria and Albert's, and I also would go to Marcusey's.
2: Oh, that's very good. I was she thinking of I that. Haven't picked the yet.
1: Very good, Miss Nyman. You got, you got. You just came from your romantic couples week. Where's number one and number two? Okay,
4: number one is Woody's lunchbox.
2: Nice. <laughs> <laughs> We've been we've all been having an argument over the name and, of that. And place. the lunching <laughs> pad. Very good. Yes. Very good. Cosmic rays. Even yes. under the even while under construction. That's number two.
4: Number two, you got it. I like the entertainment. <laughs> um I would I would absolutely say Victorian Alberts for number one. Number two, I don't know, maybe California Grill. Um I've never been there and it's it's one of the buckless things that I have.
1: Yeah. Yeah, good call. I was thinking California Grill because it's so historic and it's undergone this renovation, but it's it, it's original. You know, it's it's one of the original mm-hmm. ones. So I was thinking California Grill myself. Um, let me ask you guys a question. Then this is going to sound. You
3: didn't tell us yours.
1: Yeah, you didn't tell us your number one and two, uh, Mister Vegetarian. Hang on, I'm getting there. I'm yeah. getting there. So so this is going to sound goofy. You guys know that I'm not really a drinker. I, I consume mm-hmm. I consume very little alcohol, and it's by choice. It's, but. California Grill is number one because I want to see the view. I, I want to see that. And Victorian and Albert sounds nice, but here's a goofy question. And anyone can do this. When we went to Disneyland, one of the coolest experiences was Trader Sam's, and we ate outside because we simply could not get a spot inside. You guys have all been to Trader Sam's. How hard is it to get a reservation at Trader Sam's?
4: We were what just about? there. <laughs> Okay, yeah, we were just there with um Tony Passero and his wife. And, um, we had to wait outside yeah. for quite a while, maybe like wait, a half you, hour. Tony doesn't then... wait on anything <laughs> yeah, try
3: somebody else. <laughs> no, little so little... it
4: it was a little it took a little while to get in there. and it was a it was a Wednesday night, um about yeah. ten thirty eleven. We were there mm-hmm. so. Okay,
1: well, that's just on a side note because I got to be honest. My number two is I'd have to figure out. I'd have to look at my friends list. I'd have to look at
2: he my. He says Yachtsman Steakhouse. I'm I'm hanging up. <laughs> I'm going Mr. to Mr. Vegetarian. I'm going to Club Thirty Three, Pete. It was like Golden Corral. <laughs> <laughs> Golden Corral. Could, could I? Club could I, 33, you're going to be hard pressed to have a meal
1: there, brother. You, you know what? Though? It's
2: all appetizers. It, yeah. I,
1: I, I know that, but remember, I said it's romantic and it would be an experience. Whereas number one and number two, I'm not um, about the food quality. I want the experience. Remember, I'm going to California Grill. Can, I didn't know about the food at California Grill. I just wanted the experience of seeing the fireworks.
3: Okay. I've to both. I'd go to Victoria and Albert's over Club 33.
0: Okay. Sorry, Tony. <laughs> well, clearly never seen the experience at Golden Corral though. Oh, it's it's, it's quite a sight. Scott, I
1: the thing is, I have seen they it and it is it
0: is
2: quite a sight. Ice cream machine at the end. Peter, if you go there and you got your periscope app up and
1: you record what you see, I promise you you'll be viral. You, you definitely see some interesting things <laughs> in You mean I'd catch a virus? You might catch a virus. <laughs> and you'll
3: catch a virus. All right. That's better than going to Walmart. <laughs>
1: So let me put words into your guys' mouth. So, so obviously right now, you know, the Riviera is going to struggle, I think, initially to sell, and there's still a lot of things that can take place in the next few years. But I think that strengthens, though, the cost of, of, you know, resale for the 14 that's out there right now. I think buying them right now is a particularly good value, especially when you're talking Saratoga at $100 a point, roughly, at this point. What a good value to get 14 resorts for that right now. Wouldn't you agree? Agree. Okay. So you're sitting at home, you're debating it, and you want to go and buy it. Tell us how. Who do we contact? Me. Miss B. <laughs> give me the best way to contact you, B.
3: Buy and sell DBC, at gmail.com through PM. My phone number is on the website. Okay. Just go in there and scream who can help me, and somebody will tell you to contact me.
1: If you're having trouble finding B, you can always go through Scott. Heck, if you're having trouble finding B, you can go through Peter, myself. We can figure out how to get you a hold, you know, get you in contact with B. Scott, let's it's say me, they don't B, got. I can drive
2: to her house and <laughs> knock on her door for you. Hey, you're right.
3: You were supposed to come over two days ago and haven't turned up yet. I don't
2: know okay, we discussed this, and you know why I didn't show up. <laughs> All
1: right, Scott. Let's say I don't got twenty grand, and I want to go and try it. I'm going to rent it. Where's the best option to rent?
0: Where, sorry, where is the best option? To rent yeah, yeah. Who am I? Who am I renting through? Oh, you definitely want to rent through us at uh, dvc rentalcom and you can always reach me personally at Scott s c o t t at dvc dash or hyphen rental.com.
1: Awesome, Peter, Stacy. What they want to contact us for any reason, especially do it.
2: especially the it's, little it's people a- that we've offended now. It, it was, it, it's, a, it's a wormhole you'll never make it back out of it's, Don't it's, do it It's so true But if they did Let's say they wanted to go down And they swallowed the blue pill And they wanted to go down Oh boy what, 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 How would they contact us Peter? <laughs> Edcott's going to be the best way Okay You can always find us on the Dubs page I'm pretty sure we have We have Instagram or Twitter We have Twitter And Instagram
1: right? They're both popular We they're, have
2: Instagram too Oh Yeah
1: Man. Oh, wow. Who's <laughs>
2: running that? Me. Oh, okay. <laughs> me? Well, I knew it wasn't me. It's me? Um, so okay. If I guessed,
1: I had a 50-50 chance. It was <laughs> you or see. Speaking of Instagram, check out dbc-rental on Instagram as well, too. Scott, who does your picture taking? Who does all that work for you?
0: That's our IT guy and newest, newest <laughs> real guy.
1: Uh-oh, your voice is turning to Darth Vader on my phone.
0: <laughs> yeah, I heard that. that okay. It, yeah, it's, that's, it's Ty Gehring.
1: It's Ty Gehring, right? So, Ty takes some amazing photography, and you can see it on Instagram. You can see it on Facebook, but honestly, his pictures pop on Instagram even more than anywhere else. So, check them out on Instagram as well. If we you hire Christina Black to do ours. We should hire her. And yeah, we, we have good pictures. <laughs> as opposed to the pictures of, that we're taking right now, which aren't oh, very good. Oh. Yeah, that's true. All right, so... We want to thank you for downloading. I know we went through a lot of information today. If you got any further questions, again, Thaxton, Scott Ferrioli on Facebook, uh, buyandselldbc.com, dvc rentalcom thedubdydubreview.com. We can all help you out. Thank you for uh, downloading and listening. Have a great day.
2: Good night. Bye, everyone. We can barely help ourselves. We can try, Pete. We can try. <laughs> See you, everybody.